Hey folks, this is Bob Frazier. Thanks for joining me as we take a walk through Oklahoma history. Let's revisit the story of the Dole Pineapple Race. The 1920s was a decade of new adventures and growth, and modern air travel was at the top of that list. In May of 1927, Charles Lindbergh flew across the Atlantic and instantly became a hero in the United States and across the world. James Dole, the owner of the Dole Pineapple Company, was at that time trying to figure out how to encourage more travel from the mainland of the United States to Hawaii. Noticing the attention, excitement, and the press that Lindbergh's flight had attracted, Dole came up with the idea of sponsoring an air race from Oakland, California to Honolulu, Hawaii, offering a $25,000 prize to the winner. The first thing Dole did was invite Lindbergh to participate. But that invitation was met with a quick no from the famous pilot, him saying, It was much too dangerous. There was no way I could miss Europe, but I could miss Hawaii. Well, even without Lindbergh, Dole was not discouraged, for he knew there was no shortage of brave flyboys who would have had their eyes set on that $25,000 prize. The date for the race was set, August 16th, 1927. Now, Frank Phillips heard about the upcoming race, and his marketing mind took off. No pun intended. Frank immediately realized what a great opportunity this would be to get worldwide attention and promote the new aviation fuel developed by Phillips Petroleum Company, a fuel that was lighter and more powerful than the typical aviation fuel. Frank and his management team met and they agreed to the idea of Phillips sponsoring a plane in the race. They identified an ace pilot by the name of Bennett Griffin, who was from Oklahoma City, and together they agreed that Griffin would fly a travel airplane built in Wichita and that the name of the plane would be Oklahoma. Now, at the same time, a pilot from California with Hollywood looks and the nerve of a bullfighter by the name of Art Goebel desperately wanted to get into the race. Goebel also wanted to fly a travel air, and he convinced the travel air pe people to build him a custom plane specifically for this race. His design eliminated a lot of the cabin space in order to make room for additional fuel tanks in the plane. Goebel put down a hefty $5,000 deposit and set out to raise the balance of the money for the plane. But after weeks of trying, he really didn't have much to show for his efforts. And he had put everything he had into the venture, but still needed another $15,000 to buy that airplane. Even though Frank Phillips already had his own plane entered in the race, Goebel thought it was worth making a pitch to the wealthy oil man to see if he could get some financial help from him. Goebel made his pitch to Mr. Phillips and Frank was impressed with the swashbuckling confidence of this stunt pilot from California. Frank agreed to buy the plane, but with one stipulation. The plane would be named the Woolerock after his lodge and ranch. So now Frank Phillips has two planes entered in the Dole Derby. Both planes were built in Wichita, Kansas. Once both the planes were ready, Goebel and Griffin flew them into the Bartlesville Airport where they were met by Frank and some of the Phillips management team. After getting their blessing, the planes departed for California and their upcoming adventure. 
Now, originally, there were 25 planes that entered the race, but that soon became 15, and by race day, the number was down to 8. Why the reduction in numbers? Well, some of the planes were damaged or wrecked during practice runs. Some were disqualified. But others caught a bad case of nerves at the thought of flying more than 2,400 miles over water. On race day, one plane crashed on takeoff, while three others were forced to turn around and return to Oakland due to mechanical problems. Unfortunately, one of those was the Oklahoma entry. So now Frank was down to one plane. The Woolerock plane was on its way with Goble at the controls, along with his navigator, Billy Davis, who happened to be a decorated Navy veteran. The way the plane was designed for additional fuel tanks, the pilot and the navigator could not see or talk to each other, and they communicated only by written messages that were clipped to a wire pulley. It was amazing how they navigated this incredible journey. Navigator Davis would use the stars at night, and during the day he would drop smoke bombs into the ocean to gauge how strong the winds were blowing and how they may be getting blown off their original course. The Woolerock flew at an altitude of 4,000 to 6,000 feet and at a speed of around 100 miles per hour. Fortunately, they had very good weather for the race. So much of the flight was in total darkness. The only light being provided was by the moon and the stars, with the dark of the Pacific Ocean below them. While Goebel didn't always agree with his navigator's course adjustments, he trusted Davis. But both men realized that if he was wrong, they would eventually run out of fuel and crash into the Pacific. On August 16th, after more than 26 hours flying, Goebel saw a small dot ahead of him on the horizon. Maybe a cloud, or maybe just hopeful thinking. But soon he realized it was land, Maui to be exact. At that point, a military escort plane pulled alongside them, held up one finger showing them that they were the first plane to arrive, and led them into Honolulu's airport for a hero's welcome. When Goebel and Davis climbed out of that plane, a crowd of more than 20,000 greeted them with cheers and applause. History had indeed been made. James Dole was there to congratulate them and hand them their check for $25,000. Reporters rushed to the plane asking for a comment from the ruggedly handsome Goebel, and he told them, We had the right kind of gas, a new fuel made by the man who owns this plane and financed this venture, Frank Phillips of Bartlesville, Oklahoma. It was a marketing dream for Frank and Phillips Petroleum Company. The first thing Goebel did was telegram Frank the good news. Frank was elated and felt that the victory justified the time and the money that was spent on developing this new aviation fuel. Frank's brother, L.E. Phillips, was quoted as saying, Goebel's courage, Dole's money, and Phillips Petroleum Company's aviation fuel turned the trick. When Lindbergh heard about the victory, he said the flight from California to Hawaii was the greatest feat in aviation history. Sadly, only one other plane finished the race, and in total, 13 people died in the Dole Derby. Lindbergh was correct. This was a dangerous undertaking, and not one for the faint of heart.
The Woolerock plane was disassembled and shipped back to the United States, finally arriving back at Frank's ranch. Having no place to store it, he asked his ranch hands to build him a hangar up on the hillside from his lodge home. They built the hangar out of sandstone in order to match the lodge and the other buildings on the ranch. The plane was reassembled inside that new stone hangar. And that hangar is now room one of the museum at Woolerock. Today, you walk into the dome room, turn right, and that first room you walk into, well, that's the hangar. Today, the airplane proudly hangs in room seven of the museum, a monument to the skill, courage, and fortune of two men named Goebel and Davis, who despite the dangers and known risks, were willing to attempt something that had never been done before. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Bob Frazier, and remember, trust everyone, but be sure you cut the cards. If you enjoyed cutting the cards with Bob, come experience Oklahoma firsthand in Osage County, where the smiles are always free. Find out more at visittheosage.com.